Hello, and welcome to Better Than the Book, where we discuss hot takes on period dramas and their film adaptations. My name is Amber, and today we will be talking about my personal top five historical drama film adaptations. So before we get started, I just want to make a note that in this podcast, I will only be including period dramas based on books that I have personally read. So if you have a favorite adaptation or one that you think I should be made aware of, go ahead and leave a comment. I always appreciate book and movie recommendations, and I would love to hear about your guys' top five. And with that being said, let's not waste any more time and just get right to it. Number five, The Help. So I personally just really love the story of The Help. I remember watching the movie for the first time in a high school book club and really just enjoying analyzing the film after just having finished the book. It kind of helped me realize how much I love watching movies and reading books and comparing them to each other. So it's just kind of personally important to me. I think probably what makes this movie so good is the cast. It's absolutely loaded with talented actresses, and the character interpretation is almost spot on to the book. If you're familiar with the story, you know that it follows several characters in pretty intense depth, and whenever a story like that is translated into a film, there's always a risk that at least a couple, if not all of the characters, will be underdeveloped. That is certainly not the case for the help. Each woman in the story is fully developed, they're complicated, they're round characters, they each get their own story, but it still is connected into a cohesive, larger story, and I think it's just really, really well done. Uh, The Help handles some pretty serious societal issues from the 1960s, such as racism and the oppression of women, especially women of color, but it addresses these heavy topics with a a nuanced humor and tactful realism, and I guess you could even say optimism. And I think the movie, The Help, does an excellent job in keeping with this spirit of the novel. It gives the suffering women in the story a diverse and complicated voice, and the realism is uh, quite frankly just refreshing, and I think it's really true to the book and what it was trying to convey. Number four, much ado about nothing. So I'm pretty sure that there are countless versions of this play out there that you could watch. So just to clarify, I am referring to the 1993 film version with Emma Thompson. My older sister actually introduced me to this movie a few years ago and I immediately loved it. It's clever, it's dramatic, it's aesthetically pleasing and it has Denzel Washington in it so you basically could not get a better version of this play. Um, Watching it with her was so fun. We couldn't stop laughing. It's hilarious. The humor is so well-developed and I think accurate to what Shakespeare wrote. Uh, It's just really amusing and enjoyable to watch. Maybe you're into Shakespeare, maybe you're not, but I promise either way you'll enjoy this adaptation of the play. The whole cast just does a really, really great job of making Shakespeare feel alive and relatable and relevant. The music is fun, the costumes are great, and it was actually filmed in Italy, so it has the appropriate Renaissance vibe. Ultimately, this movie is a hilarious and accurate interpretation of the play, and I really think the humor and energy of it stayed true to Shakespeare, 
and it is definitely one of my favorites. Number three, The Book Thief. The first time I read The Book Thief, I was actually in high school and I stayed up all night to finish it. Partly because I had an assignment due the next day involving the book, but also just because it was that good. World War II literature is often pretty heavy, and The Book Thief is definitely not an exception to that. The book made me cry on multiple occasions, and when I watched the movie, I cried even more. The acting, the cohesiveness of the story, the chemistry between all of the characters, all of it was just so touching, and it's so well done. One element that I think makes this movie really exceptional is the childlike perspective. The really dark mix of innocence and naivety with the horrors of World War II is the most moving element of the novel, and it certainly was not lost in the movie. So this movie definitely deserves to be in my top five. Number two, The Scarlet Pimpernel. So there's actually two prominent film adaptations of The Scarlet Pimpernel, but the 1984 movie is my personal favorite. I actually have a blog post about the two films, kind of comparing them, what's good, what's not so good, and why I prefer the 1984 version. So if you haven't checked that out, there's a link in the podcast description just for you. The Scarlet Pimpernel is honestly just one of my favorite stories overall. It's one of those books that you read one summer and then you love it for the rest of your life. I like this movie version the best because it makes Marguerite and Percy's chemistry feel so genuine and so complicated like it's supposed to. It's just like so accurate to the book. And their characters are equally complex. The older version of the movie I think simplifies Marguerite's character a little bit too much and it takes away from the story. Overall, I think the acting in this movie is great. The story is cohesive, and Anthony Andrews as Sir Percy is just absolutely brilliant. He's hilarious, and his interpretation of the character is so accurate to Sir Percy in the book. Ultimately, this movie captures most of what I love about the book. I thoroughly enjoy watching it every time, and it's absolutely in my top five favorite adaptations. Okay, so we're down to number one, my ultimate favorite period drama film adaptation ever, and it's Pride and Prejudice, the 2005 movie. So I know this is a cliche, and anyone who enjoys period dramas will say that this is their favorite, but sometimes things are cliche for good reason, and that is definitely the case for the 2005 Pride and Prejudice. Now, if you've read the book, you might prefer the 1995 film because it has a tighter adherence to the story, it's more accurate to the book, and it just has more detail in it. I mean, any movie that's over five hours is going to be more accurate. And that's part of the reason why I love the 2005 movie so much. It's just barely over two hours, but still captures everything from the book so well and just stays so true to the story. Another thing I love about this movie is simply the aesthetic of it. It's so soft and elegant and light, and the soundtrack is just delightful. I've seen this movie way more times than I'm willing to admit to, and I'm still absolutely enchanted by it every single time. So yeah, there's definitely a reason why everybody loves this movie, and I honestly don't care if it's cliche or not. The 2005 version, Pride and Prejudice, is my number one favorite period drama film adaptation, 
and it honestly probably always will be, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Before I conclude the podcast, I just wanted to mention two honorable mentions because it was honestly pretty difficult for me to narrow down my favorite film adaptations into just a top five list. So I also wanted to talk about To Kill a Mockingbird and The Great Gatsby. Um, To Kill a Mockingbird, the 1962 film, is just a classic, so I feel like I would be amiss not to mention it as one of my favorites. And also The Great Gatsby, I think that this film is lacking in some ways, but ultimately it is a good representation of the book, and I feel like it deserved to be mentioned in my list of favorites. All right, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I hope that it was interesting and entertaining for you. Like I said earlier, if you have an adaptation that's your favorite, or if you have a top five list that you want to share, go ahead and leave a comment. I would love to take a look at those. Otherwise, I will catch you next time with some more hot takes on period dramas and their film adaptations. This has been Better Than the Book. I'm Amber, and thank you for listening.